0: Greetings everybody out there in Dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the coast with the most. The Gulf Coast. The third coast of Texas. The darkest truths from the darkest web need to be told. And you must listen to the beyond top secret Texan. everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning in to another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas, and it is my pride and privilege to be doing so. Thank you listeners new and old. Thank you all that have already subscribed to my social media accounts. The news isn't so much new anymore, but it's still relevant that the Beyond Top Secret Texan is a highly censored and shadow shadowbanned uh, channel uh, across the spectrum of all social media and video services that I currently engage in. And I'm very suspicious of the Mainstream alternatives, viewing them as honey traps for the desperate and naive psyops, if you will, such as Rockfin, etc., the alternative conspiratorial truther patriot radio mindset of mainstream um, profiteers and carpetbaggers to operate quote-unquote, censorship-free speech-promoting uh, websites and video platforms uh, that will just keep the discussion marginalized and obscure and spinning its wheels. I will not leave the battlefield that I have already set my feet on and without having to be taken out or dragged out of it on my shield. So, YouTube is still a... Channel, I'm pursuing, even though I know it's absolutely owned psyop bullshit and that I'm shadow banned as hell. But um, I've also learned to live with it and cope with it, as well as the mainstream podcast channels, etc., social media sites uh, getting banned, etc. It's just all part of the business, it's all part of the day. But we still must fight against the day. So follow me on Linktree slash Beyond Top Text on all the social, re- relevantly operatable uh, social media pages, the ones that are still up, as well as my webpage, podpage.com slash beyond top secret Texan. Remember to subscribe to the anchor, anchor FM slash beyond top secret Texan for the archived episodes that are exclusively available only to members of the anchor fm slash beyond top secret Texan community. For the price of one movie ticket, you have 36 straight days worth of content, or you could listen to the Beyond Top Secret Texan episodes from the first to the very most recent for 36 days without hearing any information repeated, either my own or a incredible selection, a plethora of obscure occultists esoteric thinkers counterculturalists as well as hyperculturalists and publicly uh, domain videos that on subjects that are extremely relevant to the secret space program and the SSP at large um UFOlogy, advanced level truther, um, breaking the matrix, breaking the conditioning type mindset. I also have a credible archive of interviews with independent YouTube creatives that I have been inspired by personally in my life as well as have had the pleasure of knowing. It's all available through the Anchor FM slash Beyond Top Secret Texan community. You can click the link available on Spotify as well because it's all basically Spotify that offers its membership through its podcast service, Anchor. So, finding it on Spotify, the link, or Anchor FM directly slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. Join the community. Get access to 36 full days worth of ep- uh, content that pushes the edge and is truly beyond top secret. It's been a while since I've spoken, taken a much needed hiatus, much needed sabbatical. To recharge my batteries. into to uh, basically just watch the world unfold. Realizing that I don't always have to. And I never really wanted to. Be one of the people who constantly comment. And find their meaning and purpose. Their joie de vivre. In the up to the minute. Updating. It just seems so. Unenlightened. Seems so unwise to follow that pursuit. But you rather sit back and make my periodic predictions as well as observations. Allow the events to progress, then report back after they've already fulfilled themselves. I have no doubt in the things that I am speak about. I have no doubt in the subjects I cover. I have uh, expertise in them. From personal experience. As well as a connection to the Akashic Records. There is no unknown. There is only knowing. And the various spectrums of knowledge. Presented forefront in my mind at any moment in space and time. Same with every single one of you listening out there in dreamland right now. You all have the ability to connect. You all can know what is true and what isn't at an instinctive DNA level. When you vibe and harmonize with the truth recognizing the truth even the small truth you can begin to intuitively discern the large truth and on top of that I have insiders and I have had insider knowledge both personally and through contacts online real recognizes real So the predictions I've made since 2020, the updates I've been making since 2020, are still relevant. We still um, find a great importance in them. It's not ancient history. We live in a time where time is moving very fast. The flow of time is moving very fast. And it feels, existentially feels, like one or two years is almost unrememberable. In terms of scale and distance from the present moment. But in 2020, I made the prediction. This is literally under a different name for the podcast. It's Original Incarnation. Uh, one of the first episodes I, I ever running was the events of the subterranean war currently undergoing uh, or underway... Not only across the world, but in North America, specifically the continental United States. Which makes it, you know, so much more shocking. Underneath, uh, at first it was the nation's national parks and federal lands. And involving weapons of mass destruction. Entire specialized international armies, uh of highly trained elite soldiers with everything from cybernetics to bioengineered, you know, genomes and benevolent uh, allied extraterrestrials and their warfighting capabilities to engage with and neutralize, finally, the remnants of a once-dominant ancient reptilian empire on this reality that we call the Earth. Basically a real-life harrowing of hell that at the time, and this was November 2020, there was the Battle of Yosemite, underneath the Yosemite, involving subterranean naval units because there are aquifers the size of oceans underneath the United States, in which the U.S. Navy's submarines have access to Nevada or through from L.A. and California entrances, West Coast entrances, and can sail clear underneath the United States to the Atlantic seaboard. That's how much space and how much pathway there is in these subterranean cavernous realms. But they deployed nuclear weapons, specifically nuclear armed torpedoes, at the lowest breach point and thinnest crust point of the super caldera volcano located underneath Yosemite, specifically to cause a massive. Basically, uh, underground earthquake d- directed at the reptilian cities located underneath the Yosemite National Park and, um, I guess we call it the West Coast Rocky Mountains. That area central there and at the time people did not understand the extent to this this was not the end game although it truly was a decisive death blow against the city because opening the cavern uh boat to the magma flow and the oceana or the this aquifer water salt, basically the the fresh water the aquifer pouring in both fire and water into the city, drowning and, uh, you know, because you call it boiling, because of the the mixture of the molten magma, all the residents of this reptilian hive, uh, destroying basically in one maneuver without risking human life or having to actually engage in any conventional way, using the Earth itself as a weapon. The atomic torpedoes were just... Pushing over the domino, the first domino to create this this massive uh, cataclysm. It was, you know, it, it's it's historic. It's worth actually always remembering, and I believe people should do more to speak about the fact that we use weather and we use um, volcanic specifically underground magma tubes directing their flows into subterranean cities as ways of uh, countering these massive populations of hostile species that live underground. But that was three years ago, or beginning to be almost three years ago, and was more of the shot heard around the world when it came to the kickoff of the American military campaigns in full to establish supremacy and domination in the subterranean realm. And to establish both vertical and horizontal control over the territories, the sovereign territories of these kingdoms of men and human beings with the full alliance and blessings of uh, the Astor High Command and Galactic Federation of Light giving their uh, warriors and war- uh, quantum technologies weaponry and even um, you know, ships of war but as I've already stated that we've had complete dominion over the surface of the world and through the outer space uh, for decades at this point and now the Earth Alliance and the membership of all secret space programs, including Solar Warden, are either gearing towards or being uh, are lending out their resources for massive campaigns of subterranean colonization and control. This is international. This is happening in all time zones. This is happening in every single country in the world. This is happening as people continue to live the theatrics and simulation of the world, the news, the things within it, the things on the surface, the quote-unquote white world. And, uh, okay, so to also provide a lexicon, future for future use as I go into it, I'll be using a lot of esoteric language. So the four factions as are being popularly discussed. Now, I originally had different names for them, but, you know, that's my personal experience with the names and what I know them as. So, but the common man, the colloquial surface man, the white world man, knows these as these names. Four factions. You have blue, which is weather, uh, psyops, basically wizardry, uh, sorcery, but for good. And that includes everything from high technology to science to engineering physicists, um, you know, chemists, um, basically anyone dealing with force multiplication using the mind or arcane and esoteric knowledge that takes dedication and study. Uh, Weather Warfare, for example, is Blue Faction piloting uh, spaceships, the navigation, uh, operating systems, things like that are considered Blue Faction, uh, maintaining living quarters in uh, our, our underwater deep sea bases, Blue Faction, uh, precognizance and out uh, remote viewing, Blue Faction, for example. Anything that the Earth Alliance employs, or is being employed, uh, in that capacity or in that spe- in that domain um is considered blue faction green faction green faction is military boots on ground service personnel uh resources like um vehicle maintenance fleets you know air forces um amphibious landing craft ships um you know, everything from armories to the people making bullets for this, for these projects, green, uh, project, and all the, and all the people and staffing needed to keep these operations going, uh, you know, everything from radio to cryptos, tech, um, you know, code breakers, things like that, uh, to the people who are actually necessary to get down into the tunnels, set up bases, op, you know, forward operating bases, um, uh, As well as also cultivate and keep the the conditions and land uh, under our control. Both surface and subterranean. That's Green Faction. Uh, Consider that the army, basically. The army, the actual Earth Alliance army. That doesn't have to be any specific nation. And it doesn't have to be any specific position our uh, connection to the subterranean world, but it has to do something with this campaign and project, as well as keeping it secret. And it could be, for example, Brazilian special forces who are going into the Amazon to help secure um, ancient Aztec or Mayan temples uh, that have been taken over or are being, you know, recovered or, or found again. And they keep that information secret within the Brazilian government and then uh, also maybe deal with any hostile Mayan survivors that are Empire, you know, special forces that are on the surface trying to get that stuff back or, you know, are just attacking out of revenge uh, because there's portals and access points within these cities that are now activated again. You know, where they were covered up and kept dormant. This is all green faction. You know, it also includes people going down into tunnels, flying Black Hawk helicopters. um, Keeping those helicopters maintained and functioning as well as doing the radar, air traffic control ops. um, You know, logistics, navigation, all that radar work for them as well. That's all green. There is yellow. Yellow is the, uh, or gold, sorry, gold. Gold is the um, psychic, the, what I said before, the um, real Stargate Project kind of stuff. The people who can do dream walking, the people who can get precognitive uh, visions, the people who are spiritualists. Not the sorcerers and the wizards of the scientific world, uh, with their spell books, but with the literal gifts of the divine. Star children, uh, hybrids, um, mutants, in the sense that they have expanded and maybe enlarged pituitary glands that produce increased amounts of DMT, uh, those that we would naturally consider schizophrenic, but are actually operating on multiple timelines, etc. etc. The golden children, if you were, is, is all based on the Buddha being the golden child. And for the uh, hostiles, they are all considered the red faction, but red faction also in, is employed by the Earth Alliance as mercenaries when possible. So, while most Red Faction is hostile, it's a very delicate balance in game, um, keeping in mind that Red Faction is, by nature, very mercenary. Red Faction has no loyalty And operates just on a violent sense of uh, survivalism and if it benefits red faction to betray red faction it too must be considered at some point part of the earth alliance when it is used so the fact that the earth alliance has red faction practitioners including those of dark magic black magic what we would consider uh, demonic possession Uh, blood sacrifice, um, you know, dealing with the unclean aspects are operating, for example, in the Black Lodge, although I'll get to the Lodges a little bit later. The Red Faction does exist in the Earth Alliance, and it has a pretty prominent place in it because of what it has allowed to happen, which is survival and eventually even uh, victory, because of its turncoat, or at least it's, it's betrayal of other Red Faction. So without the betrayal of Red Faction, we would never have stood a chance, especially against a unified Red Faction, given the circumstances of the very beginning of all this. But literally making a deal with the devil. But the hostile Red Faction forces are all things subterranean are allied to the hostile forces currently in the subterranean as far as this campaign is concerned. Not extraterrestrials who are hostile and not other dimensional creatures or terrestrials which are hostile but rather specifically civilizations that currently exist with populations, with urban centers and uh, even their agents on the surface. Human beings, cabal families, dynasties uh, like the uh, Rothschilds for example that have deep ties and connections with Red Faction societies, and have corrupted and been employed on the surface to corrupt the um, societies of their prey, or their, their hostage, or their host, as it were, um, that of human beings. Now... In these societies, I have previously mentioned that there are nine societies. This is generally considered the the consensus of uh, what there is. They fall into nine major societies that exist in the subterranean world. Um, All can be hostile. All are relatively low-tech or equal-tech to human beings currently. Now, that's saying a lot because... Uh, anything below what we are currently is low tech, which we are very, very advanced to the point of having a secret space force and uh, connections with extraterrestrials, etc. You know, direct energy, um, projection and reception, uh, things like Wi Fi, internet, on, and phones given to children by this point. So anything below us is low tech. But anything equal to us is as advanced as we are... ...even maybe uh, given a couple of decades of, uh, of uh, superiority. But in the context of what this defines, it's basically equal. But imagine what a few decades means uh, in terms of technology. That's what I said. So imagine what a few decades... Not just centuries... ...but a few decades means in technology where advancements can kind of hit one area... and they can gain supremacy... say in communication devices... or in uh, portable weaponry... or in life support systems... or something... medical sciences... we would eventually catch up... yes... and it is not beyond us... and in fact it's just a matter of a few years... but it's... you know... quite noticeable... In the moment, imagine if a person from the 1990s uh, was teleported to the year 2023. They wouldn't. They would still know what is going on and be able to survive in society without, you know, a complete, you know, obsolescence. But things like payphones would no longer exist, uh, replaced with smartphones and. Um, You know, this is just the world of computers and things like that. Society itself, obviously, has come to mark a very strange hybridization of itself with technology. So, societies vary from the near-peer to the low-tech. But there is nine societies, uh, some who are basically just going with the general game of life, defending territory, predator-prey instincts, Uh, survival of the fittest, survival of their own over others. This is without communication, this is without diplomacy. Without really any rhyme or reason or order to it. And then it goes up into spectrums of near-peer society dealing with civilizations and societies numbering in the billions uh, that are genetically identical to human beings, just with an extremely divergent culture that is close to alien to the world of the surface that has extreme hostility uh, towards us and uh, peer-to-peer technologies. Now, this is obviously made even more difficult of a situation when they are completely adapted to the uh, environment. In fact, not native to the environment, but previously successful colonists of it. Having literally millennia of a head start in exploring and dealing with the subterranean world, making them masters of the environment as far as we're concerned. Um, And then the even different, uh, because, you know, it can be argued that all of these factions are, um, except for, you know, a few select ones are non-native, but highly adapted colonists themselves to the subterranean world but that the subterranean world itself is a hazard, and that the simple act of exploring and conquering, uh, colonizing, etc., is easier said than done. Especially um, when you're talking about descending into such a hostile environment. It's, It's... There is one thing in colonizing, say, North America, and there is another thing colonizing the cave systems and the subterranean labyrinths, uh, the beehive earth, the honeycomb-type textures, the intricate levels and cavern systems, each complete with their own weather, their own unique flora and fauna. Needless to say, also keeping it a secret is slowing this process down exponentially as well, because the only people able to even participate in such a hazardous, high-stakes, um, you know, high-risk, uh, you know, venture have to be specially selected or purchased in mass from third-world nations and as I said before that's absolutely how they do it by populating and keeping the permanent population withdrawn from prison populations uh, say from the Philippines or uh, volunteers quote unquote from India as the pilgrims to this terrible new land And oftentimes these po- these settlers, these pilgrims, are sacrificed in the name of this expedition. Just like how colonists in the New World during the sixteen hundreds, for example, would left to the fates with many colonies succumbing to isolation or outright hostile attack by the native population and as helpless as they were to the natives these settlers of the subterranean world are as helpless to the natives themselves but the wars have continued that is the point i'm trying to make the wars have continued not only against the reptilians who were first and foremost the, I would say, most dangerous of these subterranean societies and the initial strike in 2020 was severing the head from the serpent's body. The most dangerous, most venomous, most intelligent element of these nine societies, the one unified Dominant force of the subterranean world, the million year old ancient Orion Draco reptilian survivors in their hive cities, only able to be taken out after being subdued by the terraforming weaponry of the Ashtar High Command. But now, in retaliation, in desperation the surviving members of the subterranean factions their societies are lashing out and attacking civilians human beings internationally around the world in great purges great hunts And already the world is still trying to cover up The massive loss of life Doing everything from creating a fake Epidemic A fake virus To creating phony wars Conflict zones That are more theatrics Than they are actual military campaigns Natural disasters, which are actually both the collateral damage on the surface from the subterranean weapons. For example, in Turkey, there was a massive earthquake, destroying 50,000 buildings and thousands of lives in the process. This comes four years Four years after a report was made in 2019 about Wagner mercenary forces from the Wagner military uh, Mercenary Company from Russia being hired to conduct warfare against the Anunnaki that had resurrected in ancient underground cities throughout the Turkish Ararat Mountains. This was after Turkey foolishly tried to excavate and remove Noah's Ark, or what is called Noah's Ark, but is actually an Anunnaki ship that was crashed into the Mount Ararat, where they have built one of such underground subterranean city inside the mountain, Mount Ararat, with one of the portals being the, or from the resources originally from the crash ship And as many times I've said this before these ancient ruins are actually the surface level debris and pathways the entrances to these subterranean high-tech thriving societies and cities and any activity that we call excavating that we call archaeological recovery that we call um, you know the academic process of going and digging up and you know exploring ruins Tombs, temples, pyramids, etc. is actually us sh- trying to intentionally find entrances into these ancient cities, these subterranean uh, bunkers and worlds. Um, we know full well that there, we have known full well since the Great Reset what we're dealing with. This is why archaeology is even funded in the first place and always has a military aspect to it, it's always under extreme security. And it's always under uh, extreme vetting for who's allowed any information regarding what's discovered there and what's uh, and you know the the progress being made. It's not to hide fucking arrowheads. It's to keep any reality of this subterranean ancient uh, survivor society a uh, secret or any connection to extraterrestrials who have crashed on Earth. Uh, Maybe before mankind even evolved and was forced to hide in the subterranean realms are um, different survivors of the now defeated surface, you call it tyrants, from the reptilian race and onward. ...that were defeated openly by extraterrestrials. The good extraterrestrials, uh, for lack of a better word, the extraterrestrials of light. The Ashtar High Command, the Galactic Federation of Light. And the many species that constitute their ranks. But species that we would call skinwalkers, the shapeshifters, the mimics... ...are in full force along those very same territorial boundaries where Yosemite National Park was nuked. This is not a coincidence. They are in increasing activity along the Mojave and Mexican borders. The Southwest. They are in increasing activity along California. They are increasing activity in the Ohio River Valley. They are increasing activity in the Deep South, and they are increasing activity along the uh, Texas Hill Country. This is a very dangerous time currently, because they have attacked the surface before, and this mass-organized um, kind of uh, what you call it? Guerrilla warfare campaign. They can cause massive sabotage to infrastructure, as is currently happening right now. They have access to human weapons. They have the intellect to learn how to use everything from explosives to just vehicles. They can mimic anyone that they consume and take full knowledge of their lives as well as assume their responsibilities, occupation, etc. It's a time to look twice when your parents come home later than expected. This is a time to look twice at your loved ones, at your friends, at your teachers, at your bosses, your employers, at your uh, police officers, at your town leaders, your mayor, business leaders when you get a chance. Because unless you're observant and pay attention, you may fall prey. To these mimics, these skinwalkers, as easily as any settler or pilgrim ever did, who crossed foolishly into the cursed Navajo lands of the American West. I've already had the theory that within this conflict, within the most recent couple of years, a few decades even, the skinwalker. Wendigo phenomenon has infected even the top brass of the U.S. military which is no longer in the authority to control the Earth Alliance as it was formerly with the U.S. military force seen as a rogue organized criminal organization. This is because the U.S. Army, Joint Chiefs of Staff and the Pentagon, especially the Pentagon, And its top brass have already been consumed and infiltrated or infiltrated and consumed by these mimic skinwalkers who have taken over the United States military and wreaked havoc and carnage specifically to sacrifice and destroy the enemies of the djinn as well as to perform wholesale carnage and taboo evil against the most innocent people of the world. This would explain much of America's war crimes against the Middle East, performed in connection with our Stargate Wars, which were the reclamations of Stargates left by the ancient Mesopotamic cultures of Sumeria and Babylon. Specifically, those in Iraq and Afghanistan, the Vamanas, not because the Earth Alliance or the Human, uh, the United States military needed these technologies, but rather the Skinwalkers, the subterranean world, needed them. Smuggling them into our enemies' own hands, the enemies of all mankind's hands, through the cover of operating as the United States military. The various other societies from the marine evolved aquatic human beings or aquatic men um, also being hostile as a huge element in this as well. In 2022, I spoke about the incoming Zix, the marine. Evolved zero plankton that had been entering our world with a reptilian created ship, an Orion Draco created ship that was given to them specifically to get them off our planet to allow their empire to progress without the competition of this seemingly unstoppable but completely egoless and alien uh, species. Native to Earth, an Earthling species, but one that was absolutely independent and uncontrollable, given its very nature. When it arrived on Earth, it caused a great concern amongst the Ashtar High Command, but was allowed to land and fulfill its routine purpose of collecting different biological specimen, flora, and fauna from our oceans as a complete audit of our life to recollect into its own artificial ocean ship, which was half the size of Mexico, landing outside the Pacific Ocean, requiring a massive amount of attention from the Earth's defense forces, Solar Warden, the U.S. Navy, um, and various other military uh, components on the West Coast. As also expected, this did not go as smoothly as anyone hoped for. There were hostilities, there were conf- conflicts of undeniable carnage and and horror, specifically on the sub subter- submarine, underwater, under ocean um, colonies that we had in the Pacific, especially the Abyssal Pacific given the fact that much of the crews and colonists there were considered marine life by the zix and were taken over biologically hijacked by the zix as for a simulation into their species and into their um, biosphere And their artificial ocean on this massive ship. This was also followed by a release of huge kaiju. Sized marine creatures from primordial oceans. Billions of years in the past. Which once released back into the ocean. For the new eras or oceanic species to be collected. The old were released. Caused a massive panic and chaos as far as the shipping industry was concerned. Um, And these creatures were hunted down and put down by the relevant responding and responsible naval powers and operators um, on the west coast. All the way to East Asia. But not without sufficient video evidence being leaked out to TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, etc. So expect huge revelations in terms of sea monster, quote-unquote, sea monster information. Megalodons, Mosasaurs, ancient uh, Elasmosaurs, Pleiosaurs, etc. Various sea creatures, as well as a massive... Disclosure of newly discovered oceanic life because there has been an absolute merger of the ancient oceans with our own current oceans by these zicks, but these zicks are absolutely not off Earth yet. The process is estimated to take a few years. The Zics also live in all water and given our water cycle are now overland in the form of clouds and fog. Recently, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, across America, there was a mysterious fog. Almost reported in the entire country along all the coasts in all major population centers without any explanation and with a seeming toxicity to it an alien uncanny thickness to it this was them this was the Zix. They are currently traveling throughout all connected water but have come to the agreement not to hijack the populations of humanity that were not and have not been found in the ocean or in fresh water. While first we thought they were purely oceanic They exist in all water, including clouds, fog, fresh water. But are intelligent enough to not hijack any creatures that are not marine in nature. As an update on the Zyx. So for those of you who are suspicious about an underwater war going on, you are correct in thinking there were underwater hostilities. You are correct in seeing the TikTok videos, for example, showing massive, dead, washed-up creatures and uh, body parts, as well as uh, um, the transport vessels, like trains, carrying gigantic creatures under tarps um, across from California to scientific facilities across America as well as the numerous reports by sailors, etc., talking about seeing massive creatures, or videos disclosing massive creatures being seen across Asia. Absolutely that was the case. You are also going to see a lot more urban combat. Like I said, the skinwalkers approaching across America. There are other subterranean species uh, known as shadow men colloquially or or commonly there are a few others like the Wendigo, the ones that have horns and cloven hooves, the Fomerian the Mayan, Aztec that are operating all across the world, even in major cities you're going to start seeing a lot more black helicopters operating in Los Angeles you're going to start seeing a lot more operating across Texas, you're going to start seeing a lot more operating across Florida uh, New York State, etc. It's just now getting really started. It's been getting started for two years, since 2020. And before then, since 2014, when we estimated the extent of their territorial uh, holdings, they're basically their access points and the possibilities for their um, geographic dispersal throughout our territories, this is continental United States, by the way, and Jade Helm, Jade Helm was not a matter of an American Civil War. It was literally the LIDAR and um, communication sweeping of the domestic states across the the Southwest. So that it could tell which had the highest density of subterranean entrances and exits. uh, Tunnels, for example. And... How much biological life currently existed, how close to it was to the surface, and how much traffic there was um, to you know what extent could be seen Texas, Arizona, Utah, uh, New Mexico, and Southern California are absolutely ground zero for subterranean tunnels, and entrances and exits to subterranean species. Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, these are going to be the largest, I feel, battlegrounds. Battle zones, war zones, subterranean war zones, and it's just getting started. I feel people don't realize yet the extent... Because these cities are massive, they have millions of people they're within the top ten cities population and size wise currently, I think Houston is number four and Dallas is number eight um uh, with San Antonio being I think in the in number ten in terms of size and urban you know diversity and complexity with buildings um as well as subterranean capacity, all three of these with Houston being the seaport, Texas or Dallas being the nexus that leads across the continent and connects, much like Chicago does, um, the east and the west coast, and San Antonio being the port of entrance, for example, between Central and South America uh, up to the major United States population centers, Texas will be a massive war zone. I believe already we're seeing the effects of it. Since 2020, I have noticed the population in Texas going down. Significantly down. um, To the point where it feels like no one is here anymore. I know that's because the normies will say COVID. The normies will say the lockdown. The normies will say everything else except just the clear evidence that Instead of a few people disappearing because of XYZ, it feels like entire neighborhoods are now empty. It feels like not only a tenth of a percent, I mean a tenth of a percent as the COVID fatalities would show you, the 99.9% survival rate of COVID, um, you know, didn't actually claim nearly 1% of the people it infected. It's just a matter of scale and large numbers at that point. But it does feel like half the people that used to be outside, half the people that used to be on the road, literally almost half people that you would ever see during the day, are gone. Absolutely gone. And this is because every single... person is at risk. From literally being snatched up, replaced, and every single person who does disappear this way will be covered up. The mainstream media will not tell you when your neighbor is eaten. You're, when they are dragged down into a hole carved specifically for them by reptilians that literally live in in our neighborhoods, under our houses, in our sewer systems. They won't tell you when a thousand homeless people are taken off the streets in Dallas because the shelters that they use, the Salvation Army beds, the church beds that volunteer their space for them during a rough winter or a storm are actually slaughterhouses. Uh, Very famously, during the Hurricane Katrina... uh, Not Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Harvey. uh, 2017 Hurricane Harvey. uh, In August, there were homeless people recorded on Houston News warning others not to go to the FEMA camps because the government was giving homeless people shots and killing them. And if you went there... You were not coming back. And this was on the news. This guy was able to say this live. So it's not an alien concept to understand that non-human forces, specifically evil forces, are operating to depopulate the United States and are becoming very effective at it The longer the subterranean wars take to neutralize them the more of the surface will be collateral damage. will fall victim to it. And before it's over we will start seeing almost undeniably seeing natural disasters used to cover up the subterranean war. Already we are seeing the Palestine, Ohio train crash, which is a complete PSYOP controlled by Freemasons, scripted in a Netflix movie, predictably programmed, which starred Adam Driver called White Noise, and part of the FEMA emergency uh, playbook since the days of the close encounter with the third kind, which created a fake train derailment with chemical weapons, that forced the removal of a local population so that extraterrestrials could make contact with the military and deep state government, the Illuminati, on a mountain in the middle of South Dakota. Switched out South Dakota with Ohio, the Ohio River Valley, which, like I said, connected to these subterranean realms very deeply. With the old world cities as well as what we would call cursed Native American hunting grounds. Perfectly able to keep the arrival of extraterrestrial reinforcements. Outside the perceptions of the common man. Especially those listening through the mainstream media. Machine. The war is not an outer space, it is an inner space. It is an under space. Okay, so the eventual Major catastrophes that are going to start happening in every major American city are going to be starting to are going to be covered up with the claim of domestic terrorism. The moving forward, the lie is domestic terrorism, American Civil War 2.0, which is absolutely a myth. Um, the power grid of the United States was recently attacked with. Dozens, into the hundreds, power stations being destroyed by guerrilla tactics, improvised explosives, small arms fire, and very few people have been even accused of this crime, let alone publicly apprehended or tried outside of a few scapegoats and patsies, which are clear patsies. Hundreds of food processing plants have been destroyed. This this is how it starts. This is how it's been going and starting. And people believe it's either forces from the deep state, or it's forces from a anonymous extremist domestic terrorist, or even guerrilla uh, foreign guerrilla uh, asymmetrical warfare attack on our heartland, such as the Chinese Higo, the Chinese Higo are um, uh, deep state, deep undercover sleeper cells of saboteurs, spies, and assassins that have been employed since the days of Mao Zedong in the United States, operating out of embassies and Chinese local communities, such as Chinatown, I know, or even in various other places like Locke, California, are uh, Houston, Texas specifically, because Houston, Texas is where I'm speaking from point of reference, uh, but all across the United States, specifically where there's the United States federal government, are military, and particularly thick concentrations. These Chinese uh, nationals are all spies and trained martial artists, uh, trained uh, seductive-type uh, honeypot pot agents, as well as typically absolutely naturalized citizens. So they're indistinguishable from regular Americans just of Asian descent. And these are one such possible suspect. The Middle East has many such possible suspects, such as native Yemenis. Yemenis of the Houthi ethnicity definitely have an axe to grind. And they could easily be considered culprits of, um, a, for example, widespread and sophisticated attack on America's infrastructure, because we're dealing with very brilliant engineers, the same who built basically the United Arab Emirates and, um, Saudi Arabia up from sand dunes into major, you know, economic centers and powerhouses, and they are the most marginalized, victimized, and Uh, By victimized, I mean the victims of the worst humanitarian disaster in recorded history. And they live in America. And they have for generations, because the CIA used them as a foothold in the Horn of Africa, or in the Middle East, Saudi Arabian Peninsula. um, And has been absolutely training their citizens, who operate as translators and deep Arab cultural experts and taches, Remember, this is 100% what they're going to do, is say that uh, because of a very obscure but super serious political situation, somehow America has been blind to the fact that we trained a domestic terrorist element. Now, it could be American, uh, say, for example, patriot-oriented American Civil War 2.0, Republican, whatever, Uh, super Antifa, maybe liberal uh, apocalyptic eco-terrorists or um, they could be uh, foreign nationals who live in America, these Chinese national elements, Middle Eastern national elements, but a terrorist army rises up and it is blamed for the wholesale destruction across the United States, eventually moving into the major cities where buildings are bombed or uh, mass transit is attacked Maybe there's chemical weapons released in a subway system. Maybe there's a mass fire, like an arsonist, that takes out an uh, entire district of apartment buildings or something in New York City. Um, maybe there's an a earthquake or a tornado that hits Atlanta or you know, and takes out entire neighborhoods, uh, suburban neighborhoods, um, killing thousands in a major metropolitan area. Maybe there's a hurricane that takes out, um, you know, a coastal city. Uh, Maybe there's anything, right? Earthquake that could take out Los Angeles or San Francisco. Not not beyond the system of understanding, not beyond imagination that that occurs within the next decade, especially very soon. Um, And it will be blamed as either man-made or artificial because it will be so obviously such... It'll be such an obvious sign of an attack using tectonic weapons or seismic weapons or a tsunami bomb or something on America that it will be the new era of of terrorism, the new era of terrorism, in which terrorism has no borders. Everything is a fucking war zone. uh, Everything's the front lines. Everything has to be police state um, controlled and will be martial law. Maybe even dissolving the 50 states into 10 zones uh, controlled by 10 war chiefs, uh, generals, or war masters. Now Now remember, this is because the U.S. military is lying to you. What's happening is a subterranean hostile war is becoming so intense that they're launching attacks on the surface world. And because the balance of power and the Earth Alliance's off-world, the surface world is the battlefield. It is the battle zone. It is the beachhead. And just like how in real war the lines go back and forth, and it can you can make progress all the way to an enemy's capital, and then they counterattack and they push you all the way back to your beachhead, and then you have to hold them at stalemate. Uh, many such cases like this in human history. This is the nature of warfare. Right now, the surface is the line with everything above being controlled because of outer space uh, and the atmosphere, the planes that we have, the weapons that we can deploy, the control of the populations on the surface, though. Uh, that's where the battlefield has now you know become. We do not have superiority underground. That is the objective. But it has not been met yet. It has not been reached. And what we're seeing is these subterranean attacks uh, operating on the surface with near immunity when it comes to this asymmetrical guerrilla-style vandalism because of the nature of the Skinwalker and Reptilian and HD4 beings in bypassing security operating outside the realms of imagination when it comes to materialistic human beings, especially those of the West. And the West are not any better because they do not believe in these things. The West are now made perfect victims. And this is what I'm saying. So if you operate a power station, for example, that's part of Homeland Security. Now, you don't think you're in any danger because you're operating, say, hypothetically, out of Portland, Oregon. Now, you start getting attacked by... um, shape-shifting infiltrators who have taken over members of your staff with access codes and uh, knowledge of the infrastructure and how it works, as well as what you can only describe as uh, domestic terrorists because they drive vehicles and fire weapons, machine guns, into the power station itself, uh, causing a lot of infrastructure and damage. This is a highly coordinated attack by a foreign power. And by foreign, I mean non-human. In human power, on modern-day levels of scale and complexity and significance, it's not cowboys, Indians anymore, where the skinwalkers look like Indians so they can terrorize white people who live in cottages and eat a couple of kids, you know, and leave them as though the wolves got them, you know. No, this is, this is, they're using our weapons, they're using our vehicles, they're using our skins literally to morph into our, you know, level. Of, of generation. But not only are they attacking us there, that's permitted and it will never be stopped by the authorities like the U.S. Army because the U.S. Army has been taken over by these skinwalkers. At least as far as the Pentagon is concerned. Which is an act of retribution since when this subterranean warfare started. But it has started much longer ago than people give it credit for. It started in the 1800s, specifically when the United States, well before the Civil War, by the way, when the United States started encroaching uh, west across the Appalachian mountain line, which had long before been designated as human territory with everything west of the Appalachia considered territory of the Skinwalkers. Effectively, beginning the Indian Wars of the 1800s, what do you think was out in the West? What do you think they were discovering in the Great American Desert? What do you think they were discovering in the uh, Great Lakes area or in the Ohio River Valley, which was settled after they moved west? Specifically, like, geolocationally where the Great Railroad Disaster is now, quote-unquote, this great cover-up, the PSYOP, to help get people evacuated. What do you think they discovered immediately when they got there? Ancient ruins and subterranean shit like massive caves, Uh, art that was created by the natives involving huge monsters that were only considered, like, uh, Greek mythological dragons and stuff like that, sphinxes, griffins... Uh, the largest reptilian dragon type, for example, that was ever recovered or discovered, uh, was discovered in Kentucky. People don't realize these things. These places are filled with fucking caves. These places are filled to the f- like, like literally, they're covered in caves. If that could make like, if that makes any sense, and the first era of America investigating and spelunking these caves is when we started mining, like in West Virginia, when we started mining in, like, West Pennsylvania. And as we moved west, we started mining. Everywhere we've gone, we've mined. We only went to the American Southwest to mine. Mine copper, mine silver, mine gold. The gold rushes. We were underground. We've been underground. We've been uh, constantly at war with these creatures, with these societies but it was considered it was considered uh, impossible really to get down there until we started developing the technologies which while this century was very busy efforts were put first to go to outer space and thus control the high ground and develop the safety of having the species itself, the human species itself, bastioned off-world so that when we began the subterranean conquests and exploration wars, the subterranean wars which are currently going on right now, what I'm talking about, that we wouldn't be dependent on the survival or the absolute Preservation of human beings on the surface, and that those on the surface would be considered expendable collateral without getting sentimental or emotional about any of this because they are we are civilians in a battle zone, and as millions have known in the last 20 years and millions have known in the 20th century wars are planned through people not around people make no mistake if they needed to they would bomb a city Into the fucking ground. And they would kill every man, woman, and child. To preserve the greater safety. Of the nation. That for the 20th century. We called this. Mutually assured destruction. You see that this never has began or stopped. It began in the 1800's. When you couldn't really do anything about it. At the same time. It quickly got to the point where we had nuclear weapons, and we could do something about it. And what was declared were a constant computerized network of atomic warheads that would focus on strategic points of the Earth connected to seismographic machinery so that if any major incursions would exit the subterranean world, be that a big-ass fucking sea monster, because the equipment is this sensitive, a big ass fucking sea monster or a m- army on the march of thousands of these beings, that we would hear the footsteps of, of their marching or their vehicles and launch these atomic warheads, typically aimed at the Arctic Circle, not at Russia. See, they covered it up too by saying, Oh, the United States and Russia would uh be shooting these missiles at each other over the Arctic Circle. They would go over the North Pole. So we have to have all our radar and (laughs) nuclear weapons aimed basically not across the Atlantic but over the North Pole because the holes to the subterranean world are in the North and South Poles. The atomic warheads would be launched straight into the fucking subterranean core itself as far as we could get down with the atomic bomb hopefully destroying the entire planet. This was called mutually assured destruction, not because it was going to mutually destroy every village in Russia who fucking gives a shit. What did we do, burn a couple of chickens? Like, beyond Moscow, I mean, really, what do you guys got? It's not not because Russia was going to glass Washington, D.C. I think America would fucking actually celebrate that. (laughs) for most of the 20th century, like, yeah, he killed the president, good job, <laughs> like, yeah, got him, got that motherfucker, he <laughs> said like, show him his boss, you know, like, to be honest, I think Americans are a lot more communist than people want to make them out to be, that's America's big secret, is that, you know, like, <laughs> we would actually benefit more from communism, and American agrees with that, like, anyone who actually thinks about it is, um, like I said, the American military is the largest socialist organization in the world, <laughs> it's absolutely a socialist organization. Is the American military, and um, you know, it, it, don't get me started. Point is, it's not because we ever had a war between two opposing axioms of thought. We never had a war between two opposing societies. It was so that we can mutually pu- uh, pool our resources into funding defenses and weaponry and technology, specifically, to create. Super weapons that would even the score. And this is why, for example, the Soviet Union built a drill mole, like an atomic powered submarine that drilled through dirt, basically. And it could drill underground at an amazing speed. And we developed in America the boring machines. It wasn't so that we could create bunkers because we were afraid of mutually assured destruction, like, oh, one day the Russians are going to launch all their nukes at us. We were trying to get down to these levels so that we could deploy these superweapons effectively. And so, just naturally and organically, when 2020 rolled around, that was when, like I said, the, the shot heard around the world. But this had begun since 1820. We, we've known about this shit for since the first days of Man and the Great Reset. And even before that, because every civilization has ultimately maybe fallen victim to this or been dominated from ancient world by the reptilian, or, uh, reptilian uh, empire, a literally an inhuman species that just controlled our species like livestock, up until very recently, you know, like a blink of an eye when it comes to history. Like, you know, for, for literally a million years, we were enslaved, and then for the last like 100,000 years, we've been free which is it's nothing it's like literally 1% of the time that mankind's ever existed. And so by the time we actually got to this level, you know like we were there considered non-existent so you know when it comes to civilization standards so we were constantly we were freed immediately and then constantly supervised to the point that now we stand on our own. But this is where we are. And right now the skinwalkers, the mimics, have hijacked the very institutions of the corrupt deep state system from the CIA, uh, operating as the vampire cabal of black magic worshipping, black lodge dwelling. Uh, The federal government, for example, is the black lodge. It is absolutely controlled by the black lodge of Tibet, and as American as you think these things are, they are actually, in origin, oriental um, empire control mechanisms based on Confucian and uh, Confucius type thought like the art of war, Sun Tzu, etc. And that this is 100% the recreation of those empires but over here in North America. And this is 100% this the system that is, in, that is indulged in by these demonic forces, by these evil sorcerers and the skinwalkers, the djinn, basically different societies. They control by puppeting. This is why, for example, the American president's a reptilian. This is why, for example, reptilians rule America and through the business and through all these different things is because the the illusion, this is what I'm saying, is that the illusion is that America is safe and it's good and that people are nice and that the people who rule here aren't in on it and they're not helping and they're not uh helping these 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 terrorist forces they're actually fighting terrorism they're actually uh trying to bring peace and law and order and success and prosperity to the, not only the world but their own country and their own people that's absolutely bullshit that's 100% a lie because skinwalkers and reptilians have absolutely controlled our society from its very foundations and nothing is what it seems Uh, If you just open up your fucking eyes, you can tell that every single thing that they're doing is lying to you and trying to control you and make you afraid of authority and having to participate in these systems which dehumanize you and make you a number instead of a human being and take away your soul. And that the whole idea of the country is to take away your soul and to, you know, uh, despoil you and to basically uh, degenerate your society to primitivism, anarcho-primitivism, which is the least productive primitivism, uh, it, it, exactly, like, even, just imagine that the worst thing for people, and that's what the society wants you to do, and brainwashes you into doing. It's, uh um, literally, uh um, a weapon itself used against us. So that's gonna be attacked and destroyed eventually. The subterranean war goes beyond just fighting mutants and reptilians and, um these shadow beings and these Fomerians and these djinn and these skinwalkers in the subway and freeing human beings from cages and rescuing children from being eaten and, you know, having their blood sucked by Madonna or whatever. It goes far beyond that. It is literally going to be the escalation into the destruction of the United States of America. It's going to be the escalation of the destruction of the Western world, the Anglosphere, the system of western, you know, society, etc. And it's going to be that because all those things were corrupted from the very start. This goes back into the formation of the United States for what the United States truly is. This goes back into the first days where forts and Native Americans lived in the forest and British people fucking lived in America and it was like George Washington was a British person and shit like that, like the Mohican Wars, this goes into like, fucking deep American history and lore, it goes into shit like that people don't even understand for the most part this is, this is absolutely um, what America is and what it stole and what it what well, like it's clearly reminiscent and rec- like recognizable as in that it's not necessarily good it's it's in fact evil and in, in all aspects it's very evil and it's not the lesser of two evils so don't try to defend it by saying oh it's the lesser of two evils it's just you know it's 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 very bad juju and right now it's not even human juju, it's it's literally a human facade, it's a human mask. It is the wolf skin it is the sheep skin that the wolf wears. And as horrific as that is to the sheep, people don't seem to be as horrified if a monster was parading itself in human skin. But they sow the seeds of their own destruction. And if you see the attacks on America's infrastructure, the attacks on America's food processing plants, the attacks on America's like rail systems, the attacks on America's government, on its welfare benefits, on society, on its uh, poverty, its working class, if you see all these attacks, understand that it's 100% the snake eating its own tail. It's 100% that the powers-to-be are destroying their own society to hurt their own people because the trick is they are not their people. They are not even people. They are not even human beings. And weakening mankind, weakening the greatest nation on earth, weakening all people across the world, ...is their ultimate mission and agenda. This is a war against the surface, this is a war against people. And like I said, we may dominate the surface or feel like we do. And the Earth Alliance does, with the military being centered off-world. But we're still within the crosshairs. We're still within the crossfire. We're still within range... And their societies outnumber ours because there's nine of them and only one of us as human beings. Their weaponry is as advanced, if not, you know, if not just because of their biology and their, their incredible, you know, they like just danger, uh, you know, the, the, the danger about them, the hostility in them the hatred they have, and the organizations they have to destroy us and prey upon us. Interspecies warfare, you know, is that. It's it's interspecies genocide. But their populations are sometimes larger by, if you added them all up, they outnumber us. Now, we are truly an underdog in this situation. Always have been. It's the revolts of cattle. And we are the cattle revolting against mankind. Cattle no longer So don't be alarmed as the subterranean war spills ever increasingly onto the surface. Don't be alarmed when major cities start being attacked by so-called domestic terror groups. Do not be attacked. Do not be shocked or alarmed when U.S. military soldiers and equipment are on the streets of America. They've already given test runs. They've already um, presented us as the anarchic. Um, Hell zone of basically law and and lawlessness and and uh, looting and riots. It will increase this decade. It will. It will absolutely increase this decade. And by the end of it, the United States will know for sure that it is at war. It will declare a war on itself. The snake will eat its tail. The snake will bite itself. It is not a human operation, although everyone will say it is. Everyone say it's oh, it's the New World Order. Everyone will say the UN. Everyone will say, oh, it's Russia, Deep State. Oh, it's China. China has infiltrated America. And people will be rounded up and the Chinese will be Be uh, treated very poorly. There'll be race-based attacks. Immigrants will be treated extremely poorly. America will turn xenophobic. Because that's what they want. Because the Skinwalkers hate all human beings. And they know that they... Can manipulate human beings into killing each other. While they sit back... And just relish in that that death and that violence. It's why the created the U.S. war machine the way it is now, Um, the most highly advanced weaponry to dehumanize and murder the most primitive and uh, backwards and innocent of most tribes on Earth. People who literally lived, like, in the Stone Ages, we would drop multi-million dollar smart bombs and cruise missiles onto their villages and their weddings. And that wasn't because it had any military objective, that was because the United States was hijacked by skinwalkers. And the skinwalkers simply wanted to kill and to create sin and to damn and create the bad karma necessary to bank all uh, like to bank it to basically be a chaos economics. To create the Disturbance in the cosmic aura of mankind enough to create the cancer cells that would eventually poison us as a species. So when I say this is happening in the United States, know that that's what the United States was always going to do. Because the United States has, for the most part, been hijacked completely by these skinwalker forces, these subterranean enemy forces. The Earth Alliance is not controlled by the United States military. And in fact, the Earth Alliance may, in fact, be fighting the United States military before the decade is over. That is, if people... Do not wake up. Because I feel like people are waking up. There's a mass awakening going on. There has been a mass awakening for a number of years. And I believe that there's an acceleration to this awakening. It's exponentially increasing. With the faith of the system exponentially decreasing. And as people become more aware of both the subterranean world, the reality of extraterrestrials simply by the gateways of UFO disclosure or the gateways of predictive programming or the conspiracies that they see first and opens up the world to them that we're getting more traction that it's becoming a greater echo chamber that people are beginning to tap into things that have been taboo in our society remember a society controlled by our enemies and beginning to really wake up to realities and it's not that everyone has the right answer immediately but the right answer does rise to the surface and people are starting to look at even things like the shape of the world or the reality of other species that are as intelligent as human beings uh often relegated as ancient history or folklore or mythology as actually real people are starting to question everything such as the true nature of wars people are starting to question the true nature of uh, the, 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 the wars that are being fought the nature of militaries, the occult importance of things like heraldry and symbolism uh, funding for example, people are becoming very cognizant of black budget funding people are becoming very cognizant of things like the secret space program All of this is going to start helping because within the next 10 years everyone's going to need to know this information and everyone's going to want to have known this information sooner than later. The only way to know the information It's to learn it. It's to learn it yourself. It's to experience it. And only open minds can do that. So as time keeps going on, the closed-minded are going to be the ones falling victims to it, and the open-minded are going to be the ones saving themselves, saving their loved ones. Hopefully what I always thought intentionally we were left on the surface of the world to do. And I've questioned this. Why were the ones left on the surface of the world left on the surface of the world? It's because, like purgatory, we were in limbo as far as waking up and seeing the light was concerned. And if we didn't wake up, we could be expendable casualties. We could have been food fodder for these subterranean species. We could have been fodder for the enemy walking amongst us, the vampires of our society. But if we woke up, but if we did decide to wake up, if we decided to see the light, then we could save the others. We could, in fact, fight the good fight. We could, in fact, beat this enemy. But the choice was ours to make. It was a question of ability, of skill, of spiritual skill strength of, of determination, of a test. It was, it was a test. But that now that we're in it we're in it for the long haul so that we can escape no matter what's going to happen. So the Christian right, the Christian fundamentalists, the Orthodox Jews, the Muslims who believe that uh, redemption are uh, the rapture or the uh, tribulation, the book of Apocalypse, the Revelation, will uh, save them, that they'll be saved by spiritual forces. They don't realize that It's already begun, and the reason why we're here is to see it all out, is to bear witness to it from the start to the finish. That this is what it's all been about. This is what it's all for. And while this may just be another chapter and a never-ending story that is the history of this world, this is ours and this is the most important yet. At least in our 3D uh, perception of time, our linear perception of time. And like I said, all human beings are only capable of 3D linear perceptions of time. So I'm not seeing the future But I am offering a prophecy by reading the writing on the walls. Like Daniel, reading the writing on the walls left by the severed and bloody hands and the words of the ancients. Because only when you understand history, when you're able to openly remember the knowledge of your peoples, of your tribes that you have descended from, your ancestors. Can you communicate with the supernatural with this other side with this veiled information and knowledge clearly? And what they're telling you is the wisdom of the ancients. The wisdom that was learned through generations that you have in your very DNA that every single human being does. And can be instinctively tapped into and known. My feeling when I hear this information of the subterranean warfare, when I see the news, it's magnetic. And I would hope that if you're listening now and you would like other resources, other information, videos, etc., on this subject, a good place to go. Besides the archives of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Are my YouTube channel. At Beyond Top Secret Texan. Which has hundreds of videos covering these subjects. Going into great detail. Is the Telegram group. Azazel News. And that's A-Z-A-Z-E-L News. And his Rumble channel. Dumbs deep underground military bases on Rumble. They specialize in tracking the movements by basically being a network that recasts and uh, uploads information across the board from various YouTube channels. They do a lot of original posting as well as host, I believe, a Instagram page known as Dr. Claw. They're also active, I believe, on Twitter as well. They post information regarding training and mobilization of specially uh, trained commando forces from the world's governments, the Earth Alliance. They talk about relevant news and weather phenomenon, meteorological phenomenon, seismographic phenomenon. They talk about relevant uh, disclosure and leaks of, in the mainstream media or in more occult sources. They talk about everything, they post everything from the common man's uh, Twitter reactions to seismographic mysteries like booms within major cities, uh, sounds of fighting, uh, urban combat to keep track of it, as well as monitoring flight radar data of military aircraft flying in the continental United States to keep track of um, the mobilization and deployment of troops in specific areas. Uh, you know, and it goes on and on and on, like the services that they provide. But Telegram, as they news, or Dr. Claw is a good place to start on Instagram. Highly recommend those channels. And it's very relevant because this is already appearing on mainstream media. Uh, I was watching the Travel Channel, for example, and they were showing videos of plasma weaponry being deployed On a military base in Dallas, Texas, not as a test but against the military base, which has long been rumored to house subterranean tunnels and bunker complexes, where they reverse engineer alien technology and keep biological samples of alien specimens, often recovered through subterranean exploration. This facility was hinted at at the hybrid disclosure uh, scene in the X-Files film, where they both disclosed that the Oklahoma City bombing in 1995 was a government inside job, as well as an attempt at hiding or confiscating the, or distracting the news and relevant investigative agencies from the discovery of extraterrestrial biological materials that were biohazardous in nature which were shipped to Dallas, Texas the same month that the Oklahoma City bombing occurred. In the real-life situation that had occurred in 1995, it was through a meteor that had landed in the Mojave Desert, with black goo still inside of it that was alive—a 4D-type nanobot, but highly exotic and scattered across the um, what we call outer space, near-Earth orbit, high-Earth orbit. In meteorites and fragments from the various destroyed ships and moons of the reptilian Draco Empire. Getting our hands on it, moving it to Texas, Dallas, Texas, where it's reverse engineered and kept safely. But on the Travel Channel clip, which I had seen before, this, this is, I only say it because it's mainstream media, it is literally cable TV, seen by millions of people across America. They were showing the actual VHS home uh, recordings of locals recording clear plasma discharges from SCALAR direct energy weaponry aimed at United States military personnel at a United States military base located in Dallas, Texas. That was unexplained by the mainstream media and never addressed by the Pentagon. The insider information is that over 500 United States military personnel, classified as National Guard on the paperwork side of things, were killed. as they manned the subterranean levels of the base. These, of course, were the engineers and scientists. National Guard are always paid professionals, only obligated to military service within the continental United States. A perfect place for doctors, engineers, etc. Perfect cover for your highly trained academics as officers, and non active duty combat roles. I believe that these were actually the attacks by the Ashtar High Command against the United States military as control, United States Army as controlled by the Skinwalkers, the Skinwalker controlled United States Army, after having recovered Astar technology during an engagement with the Greys. After engagement with the Greys, Astar technology in the form of a ship damaged, crashed lands, Technology is recovered by the Skinwalker-operated United States Army, operating the largest and most highly technologically advanced military machine ever created, funded by trillions of dollars of the United States taxpayer dollar, and kept absolutely secret by the draconian enforcement of the military industrial espionage industry, also controlled by non-human mimics. Skinwalkers, vampires, djinn, what have you. Taken to their Black Lodge inspired deep underground military bases located underneath in the subterranean levels of downtown Dallas. using the population as a human shield. This act of hubris is because skinwalkers are not extraterrestrials. And skinwalkers are ignorant of the true power of extraterrestrials. One can only imagine as the arrogance led to them being in perfect strike range for scalar weaponry, teleporting massive amounts of destructive energy through plasma ball lightning, able to go through solid matter and vaporize anything unlucky enough to be in its detonating path. The successive bombardment lasts for over three minutes with hundreds of plasma bursts recorded by eyewitnesses. These are silent electro or electricity-based explosions. They are unstoppable unless you're able to control the electromagnetic spectrum. This is what I'm saying about the dominance and supremacy of the surface, because the military of the Earth Alliance, of Solar Warden, of the Ashtar High Command, operates off-world at a much higher level of advanced technology. But the advanced nature of the subterranean enemy is not primitive, but actually what we know as the militaries of the world, the militaries of the United States, specifically the militaries of the Anglosphere. going to be very interesting times these next 10 years as I expect more of those attacks to occur in every major city and in every major American military base. Just thinking about it. Is a very intense scenario. But knowing the truth is what helps me. So deep and ingrained is my human programming, is the programming from these inhuman machines, these Saturnian worshipping, chthonic entities, that I feel obligated oath bound to defend the United States at all costs even at the sacrifice of American people innocent people around the world as an obligation of pride and loyalty absolute lunacy which I believe needs to be severed and exercised along with all demons of vice and corruption that these inhuman skinwalkers have instilled as pillars of my civilization. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I have been the Beyond Top Secret Texan, broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. Thank you, each and every one of you out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend. Share this episode with you and your friends, your followers on social media. Feel free to reshare, retweet any of the posts I make. Go ahead and follow me on social media and use Linktree to get to all the relevant links. Uh, very active on Twitter currently. Um, Instagram was deleted, so I got a new Instagram back up beyond Top Secret Texan 2. Twitter is already up to 3,700 followers, so it's bigger than the Instagram was when it got shadow banned, But now I'm getting kind of shadow banned again on Twitter, so check it out before it gets deplatformed. Uh, check it out while you can join the community talk. A Telegram, got a Telegram group up there if you like Telegram and uh, thinking about getting a uh, Discord up and everything like that so we can do AI art on the uh, Discord checking into that uh, check out the YouTube channel still posting videos on that uh, YouTube, but keeping it alive keeping it active great stuff though in the archives hundreds of episodes in the archives so if you have a question or are unfamiliar with the work do yourself a favor, do some homework check out some of the videos in the playlists, etc., and, uh, hours and hours and hours of content, um, covering a whole range of relevant subjects with the last 2020 to now involving UFO disclosure, disclosure of the secret space program, the key figures to it, the key figures in the occult, uh, that are relevant to the secret societies that govern these things, the true disclosure trajectory of the, uh, the happenings in the news and the relevant cycles in. So check it out. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, join us for because we're going to be keeping up the production schedule. Took a little break, but getting back into it and starting to make uh, weekly episodes again as, you know, hopefully um, you know, we get into at least half of what I want to talk about this year alone because you know, we've got so much to cover and so we got to get right back into it and hopefully we can we can cover as much ground as possible within this calendar year. So thank you for joining this trip uh, with me so far. If you have, thank you for jumping on board. Uh, You know, this train, this crazy train, and and hopefully we, uh, you know, we have a great 2023 moving forward. So thank you all very much. God bless you and your families. Peace out.